0: We're back this week I just want to apologise uh, We didn't get an episode out last week That was down to myself And some very poor judgement calls But we're back now anyway this week I'm joined here with Rob Hello, good evening joined here by Kev That's as well the story Laz, can I ask you a question? Yes Go What's ahead. your favourite brand of chewing gum?
1: I'll be the old one I'll have to say Wrigleys <laughs> yeah.
2: I think Wrigleys are on most of them as well do not they are
0: you I'm, sure? bit, I'm an extra man so. are, you, are you sure it's not Alex Ferguson's special 390,000 pound chewing yeah, gum
1: yeah well is that serious
0: that, no it's 100% serious it's real really? it did go to charity in fairness
1: but what well, the chewing gum all the money <laughs> uh. <laughs> It could be a bit about. <laughs> it to be could fair. be a bit about. Yeah, yeah. Oh God! What else would you find in the dugout? Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, look,
0: it was from his very last. I think the West Brom mascot at the time. He wasn't a boiler man. Right. Gave him the chewing gum, and that was his last bit chewed or whatever. I was okay. Like, oh, well. Manager. well, weird story. But look, we'll get onto the serious side of things now, and um, we have our Premier League action. Not a lot of Premier League action this weekend, and. There won't sure. be any this weekend because we're heading into the international break. Aye. Lads, honestly, how much do you hate the international break? Because it drives me stir-crazy. It's not great. Nah, I mean, it's
1: not great. No, you miss the week-to-week stuff as well. You know what I mean? I prefer the Seeing as we have, have so
0: many good. players pulling out of their international teams wow. every
1: single week. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. I mean, like, yeah. you look at
2: the competition levels in it as well. Though. Like, even the Ireland fixture against Gibraltar. You have England playing what, Czech Republic. Not not games that you'd be you'd be dying to yeah, see. Whereas exactly. most weekends in the Premier League, like this this is a game that I really want to see. Yeah. Like you'd be happy to sit there and watch it. I
0: but mean, yeah. e- even the games that you know that, that are bigged up and all that, they usually just go the way you, you expect. That and even games that are upsets, they in the grand scheme of things, they don't feel like they matter very much. Yeah. I find.
1: Yeah, well, I think everybody would agree that the, the Premier League at the moment is arguably the best league in the world, and that's why uh, you know when Sky get the games on and everybody there, they get a worldwide audience every week, you know. And the international break, I'm sure the managers don't want an international break either. The likes of Pep and the likes of uh, Klopp and all that, mm-hmm. with the race being so tight and everything else, and they they know if they you know if one or two of their key players come back uh, mm-hmm. injured, or it could scupper their chances for the league or even the Champions League if you know, one or two of them. It only takes one or two of your key players to get injured then. And then, you, you know, it could blow your chances for the Premier League. So,
2: yeah. Um, have we seen a few tactical injury pull, pull withdrawals? Have we? Yeah, well, so no. far we
0: have. We've had Alexander Arnold pull out, mm-hmm. John Stones, Fabian Delph. Andy Robertson as well. Andy from Robertson Scotland. from Scotland as well. I mean, I think it's very clear. Managers are saying... Don't don't we we need you here. Yeah. If you get injured, that's us. Yeah. Well, it's quite and possible, button, you know.
1: Then. That 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 was a thing that went on in the past as well. You had players feigning injury and uh come The following on Saturday, they were running around the pitch. There wasn't a bother on them, they had a hamstring. And they Ryan, a hamstring, Ryan Giggs know, being the most uh, prominent. Well, I suppose Ryan Giggs would have been the you know, very
0: ironically, him being the manager of Wales now. So, well, you see, that's
1: it. Yeah, yeah, interesting times. I wonder if Gareth Bale now start pulling out the Welsh squad. What would Ryan Giggs have well,
0: to say? well Bale has made the most prolific of form as of late. And
1: he's okay, he's got a lot of stick at Madrid. Okay, fair enough, but is it really all down to him? I wonder, I'm sure it's not entirely down of, to him, but I don't you know, think he's helped himself. No, he uh, hasn't. I mean, cover himself. No, he hard. hasn't. He hasn't.
2: But we see uh, a bail leave Madrid, do you reckon? Hazard to, to, to go to your get way, of, possibly. To get a bit of cash rolling in for these fair play rules.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I I Well, they just have to sell him Ronaldo for 100 million, so I'd say they're probably all right money-wise. I mean, they're not like PSG where... PSG keep buying in players and I don't think I've seen anyone actually leave PSG either. Oh, wow, well, sure that's true. But, uh, like Eric whole thing is still at PSG. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually forgot he existed. I just
1: can't even get rid of him now one wants Yeah, him. <laughs> from, from
0: Stoke to PSG like it's as Asians probably one of the best in the business doing that. Oh so, yeah, so.
1: yeah. And then what kind, of a, what kind of a fee they want and what kind of wages they want. You know, it's the same situation as Kev was saying there with, yeah. with the bail situation. What kind of wages and what kind of Add-ons? Would he be looking for if he wants to move out of Madrid? Some mm. some of the clubs probably just say, "Ah, yeah, here, look, it's not it's not worth it, you know." He'd be wanting a couple of years if he if he moves back to the Premier League, for example, he's probably gonna want a minimum three-year deal to bring him up to probably thirty-two. 12, and, yeah, well, be yeah, twenty twenty-nine, wouldn't he? Yeah, uh, so his injuries the, have
0: really scarped him yeah, as well, which yeah, I think would yeah. maybe turn a few clubs off. I well, think.
1: that's possible. That's possible as well. But again, it'd be the wages, what what, what he's looking for. that's, yeah, that's, that's That'd be a big stumbling block for most of the clubs.
0: I think we've kind of taken a, what most journalists do. When there is an international break, income you just start talking about transfers. Yeah. It's like it's like the go-to thing. It's like, yep, Gareth he's gone to Man United. Griezmann gone to United. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo he's on his well, way back uh, to United. yeah. Yeah. Wesley back- Schneider yeah. <laughs> on his way to United. Yeah. Wes well, Brown's coming back as well. Channel
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Shay he's still playing. Is he on his he way to <laughs> United?
1: Yeah. But, this is, but then, as you said, as you rightly said, that's what the international break does. It brings it, up all it, this real and players will be talking to players now who are at other clubs with this. They've a week there to train and, and prepare for games as well. So I'm sure the talk between some of the players is, are you coming to our club next season? Or what Jaden club Sancho better? Stay away what from Callum Hudson die well, if he knows what's it, going for him. Well, look at Camille, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll I'll be saying the same thing. Listen, if you go to Munich, you're guaranteed this. Or if you go to, you know, say, uh, Real Madrid, you're gonna be guaranteed this as well. Look, in interesting times as well. But again, the international break for the the season punters like ourselves, we don't really, really enjoy it. As we say, no, the, we really the, the, the quality of the games, you know, the, the, the there's not some brilliant games on, you know. the. It, and most of the teams, you know, with exception maybe from England, a lot of the teams are going through a transition period as well where they're yeah, only changing out new players, you know, and they're trying out new things as well. So we probably prefer the old bread and butter stuff every week. Uh,
0: like uh, the Germany teams obviously going through a transition themselves. Exactly. I saw the Spain mm-hmm. squad that was put out. Look really really poor I think a lot of people have dropped out after the whole Spain situation looks so poor considering what it was a couple of years ago like it's night yeah, day, yeah. really. and
1: day really you know the German squad is the same he's after bringing in five or six players there but that haven't gone he's after booting either. out he's Thomas Muller and yeah, yeah. Boateng, uh, Boateng and Matt uh, Hummels I, yeah. I think yeah he's told them they're, they're
0: balls kind of you Ballsy have in fairness mm-hmm. to him but, but Joaquin Lowe knows all about his balls anyway so yeah it does. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But again, as I say, sometimes you have to change things and you have to move on. And, you know, it'd be interesting even for Mick McCarthy to see what kind of a team he's going to put out because he's brought in one or two players that, you know, okay, straight they're away. They're not
0: exciting players, no, though, they're they have brought not, no, him they're, they're, no, that, no, they're not. They don't get you going, you know. No. But
1: you know what? Okay, right. Okay, you look at Kenny... There's, cer- there's
0: certainly no Irish players of the year, you know. Well, mm. come here. We, mm. all, we all
1: know what happened there. Yeah, yeah. Move over Declan. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it, it gives a chance to. the. To, I don't know. I mean, you, you hear the star names every week. But for, for our lads, I mean, it gives every player, even in the League of Ireland, I know Jack Bourne was called into the squad as well. You know, he's like oh, a. Oh, there's so there. much yeah, about yeah. Jack
0: Bourne being made. Well, he's the, I know. He's well, the next big hope. And.
1: Well, come here. How many times have we had the next big hope, and how many times have we had uh, the next, you know? But it's the same in England as well. How many times have they had the next big hope, and it doesn't materialize as well? But I suppose Mick McCarthy can only work with the players that he has. It's as simple as that. And and Kenny, but uh, Stephen Kenny, be of this of the same thing, you know. And the fairness to me the under twenty ones, okay, they they they'll go well. And if if Kenny sees one or two of them playing well. I'm sure say to Mick, well, look, go and have a look at him and see see what he'd be like setting in. We have to do something now. We, you know, Declan Rice, we all know about. It looks like Patrick Bamford now doesn't want to play either. So,
0: I mean... Yeah, but I mean, Patrick Bamford, is a championship striker. Yeah, him. yeah. He's never done well in the Premier League. Okay, you know,
1: so. yeah, point taken. But we have to get players in who want to play and who's going to run all day for Ireland. And they're going to have to be half decent. Okay, they're, they're never going to be the, the, the superstar, you know. But we're going to have to mould the team a team of throwers which, which we had I mean go back to Jack's day even. We never had the best players in the world. But to, to get them playing is, is, is the key, you know. And if, and if Mick didn't do a bad job the last time around in fairness town, you know, there was Well, all,
0: the Roy Keane.
1: Well you see that overshadowed everything else. That you know, no, and that's true, we can friends. talk you can talk about, you know, if you just want to isolate that incident on its own, mm. Mick didn't do too bad. When, when, when you boil it down he, you know we were, we were chasing, part of the final semi-finals of, of, a, of a World Cup So certainly had
0: a lot more to play with then than he does now
1: well arguably just so but off, again man. Mick might have a, a strategy just like Charlton might have a strategy and you I, can frustrate I don't know
0: necessarily if he has a strategy exactly or, I think he's yeah. there to fill some time
1: well he said he's going to do it for two years and anyway and Kenny's going to take over then the two yeah, well, years then yeah, so. but, well you see you have to remember Gareth Southgate done the same thing with England he was in charge of the under twenty ones and had all them young players going through, and now they're all seem to be going into the senior setup. If Stephen Kenny has the players at, at under twenty uh, one level for for the two years that he says before he becomes the senior manager, he's going to know the ins and outs of all them younger lads coming through, and by then he's going to know fellas who who will make the grade and who won't make the grade. So. I think it's not a bad move by, by the FAI because they seem to be following the English blueprints, you know. We'll get a manager in, get him into the under-21s and I know he has Robbie Keane in there doing a few bits and pieces as well. But they're following the England mould kind of thing. Get him in, have a look at it, and then move him into senior management and see, see what he kind of... Because if them players are going to play for him in the under-21s, but the time they move up there, they're gonna to want to play for Kenny, and that's you know you have to get players wanting to play for the manager. I mean, okay, great as you say, representing your country, irrespective of what is the biggest the biggest honor probably in your football career, you know. But if you have players who's gonna go out and run that extra yard and want to play for the manager. That's what makes all the difference in the end.
2: Yeah, particularly with a lot of the, uh, the European teams going through their, their transition periods, so it might be a good time to kind of test their mettle against them since they're, they might be in a little bit of a state of disarray. Whereas like you look at the World Cup there in Brazil, a German team. like If, if you feel if you that our current team against that team, like it would be an absolute cricket score. It'd be oh yeah, for sure. But now they can kind of come up against them when they're in that kind of getting used to each other period and maybe kind of get used to playing teams at that level.
0: Yeah, but the only thing that I just think of is there's so many young, talented players in those teams, especially Germany set up. And, you know, Spain's yeah. maybe quietening down a tiny just, bit. Just a bit. Just a bit, but, you know, there's not many players in that Ireland team who are, you know, really excited. Like, yeah, he's going to be the next one. He's going to be our saver and he's going to drag us out of the muck and bring us into the golden
2: age, you know? Yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't really have any kind of, like star factor, do we? No, well, like we really don't. We like what we have to kinda get is a team of lads who will just grind their way through matches. Yeah. That's really about yeah. the, do the it, yeah. We can, situation. We can, yeah, it's about the best we can really hope for. I mean we don't we don't have any Ronaldos, Messi's even yeah. Garrett Bales, nothing on lines I those think it lines, would just really. be nice
0: if we could have some nice football being played.
2: But it's all it's the
0: it's the hitting hope. Yeah. Football. Each time we've had every, I look. I know it can be down to the quality of the players and all that. But look, we need to try different philosophies because I think it's going to get ingrained in all of our young players. Then eventually, that's all we can do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but Camille, I know you're talking about the philosophies and all the thing. but if we went out and played a long ball tomorrow and we bet Germany 1-0, everybody would be saying, oh, it's a masterstroke. Oh, Mick McCarthy was brilliant. Mm. If we went out and tried that, to play Germany why... at their tactics and got beaten 6-0, everybody would turn around and say, oh, hey, Mick, forget about it. You're a disaster, you know. So as I said, whatever whatever resources Mick has, he has to try and get the best out of him. And, if you think, and Jack Charlton was no different. Jack never played pretty football, never played. You're loving
0: Jack Charlton today.
1: Yeah, well, I'm probably on a Jack Charlton. You're you're, you're really loving him today. But what I'm saying, well, maybe what I'm trying to say is, at the time, Jack got the best out of them players. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And that's the the key. You have to get the best out of your squad. And okay, you might say, okay, we have championship players or we might have even uh, League of Ireland players in the squad as well. But if you can mould them together... I don't necessarily mind
0: League of Ireland if they're young and promising who can maybe make a step up into a higher grade by showing they can play well on the international stage. Mm -hmm. I've no problem with that. The likes of Championship players, League 1 players, who are 25, 26... You know, probably hit their ceiling already and aren't going to improve too much. That's where I kind of start to maybe draw the line myself.
1: Well, again, look at this is the time then for Stephen Kenny to, to be looking at players 18, 19, 20 years of age and saying, Well, hold on, maybe this guy can do a job for me. Two years you, down the road, I'm going to be the top man and I want to see what kind of players I have from from can we get him into for a bigger myself, club? In, in two or three years' time, you know, you have a couple of lads there that's going well. they're playing for Southampton one or two of them playing for uh, City as well I think in the the underage and one or two of them at Liverpool as well and if them lads can progress it can be very hard to beat you know yeah that's true you have to put the you know most teams didn't like playing Ireland years ago I'm going back a bit here and showing me age again. Yeah, you're really getting back to the old, school. Well, maybe that's what the <laughs> Irish national team has to do. Wait, no, you, to the, just said, you, us, you just said
0: you just said you said earlier on you want Ireland to have the England method, and since you said that yeah. as well, I can't stop picturing Stephen Kenny yeah. riding on an inflatable unicorn in a swimming pool. That'd be nice. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's but, it's ingrained in my head. I can't get it out of my head.
1: But no. but, but come here, as you say, the thing you have to do is you have to make the oldest team hard to beat and that was one of the things that Jack had we but we've at.
0: been doing that for a while and we did that in the European Championships and I think that masked a lot of problems that we had Yeah, well. and since then I think people thought ah yeah we're fine
1: mm-hmm. but I, I,
0: t- I thought we were punching above our weight the entire time did well to get where we got <laughs> yeah but under really, the, the
1: track of town we went down and lost three games we were terrible
0: no no not that year as the other one the 2016 one okay yeah
1: were we punching above our weight yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought
0: massively we were to be honest yeah, yeah I
1: did. I mean, team. we nearly
0: knocked out France, who were finalists. So yeah,
1: yeah, you know, and I but, think
0: because of that, everyone was like, "Ah, yeah, they're a great bunch of lads." The real Irish mentality, Look, where they didn't want to admit, okay, there's problems here that yeah. do need to be fixed, and like, no, no, we have to, we nearly have to beat in France. We're fine. But then and, we went
1: out and played uh, Denmark in the Aveva and they some, in yeah. the Aviva and the destroyers in the fly-off. So again, a reality, a reality check for everybody, really. But. Again, yeah, just to, to maybe finish up on the international... Is this
0: about Jack Charlton?
1: <laughs> no, it's not about Jack Charlton. Why do you want me to talk about bring Jack Charlton Bring it back Charlton to Jack Charlton. Bring it back to Jack Charlton again. You'll find yeah, a way yeah. to bring it back to Jack. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. But anyway, I hope all goes well for Mick McCarthy and I hope all goes well for Oh, Steve I hope McCarty, it goes well because, Well, myself. You know, I, but... I do believe that Stephen Kenny deserves a chance.
2: Yeah, for sure. Do you know who said that? Jack Charlton. <laughs> Jack Charlton,
0: there you go. <laughs> look we'll move away from the international break we really stuck onto the international yeah. break there Put yeah, them under no. pressure. <laughs> <laughs> look, we'll go on to the Premier League now Bullam and Liverpool was uh, I think our biggest game in terms of the
2: magnitude yeah so, um, it, it was it wasn't a great game like, Liverpool were, were all over them they looked shaky I thought Liverpool I, I didn't really see that I didn't really see that Fulham going forward didn't really look like they had very much Liverpool were just kind there of There were some times dominating. where I thought
0: Fulham, well, in the second half when the second half started I thought Fulham were kind of looking okay yeah they're they on to something here you know did a goal disallowed that was yeah very clearly
2: yeah, offside. offside Yeah them yeah.
0: offside <laughs> But yeah I, I thought there was there was a stage in that game where I thought actually Fulham might actually get an equaliser here and
2: if It wasn't the time you you, you would have thought though like, <laughs> that Babel goal was completely against the run of play like, no one saw that coming it was just a complete Fluke, who's at of, fault uh,
0: though for it? Though that's the big question uh,
2: for me, I think it was Alison who was at fault. Yeah. I yeah, I like, don't know, I think like, it's, it, I think
0: Bolton like, had to put their hand up and like say, you're,
2: you're in that position, and the defender he's clearly going to head the ball back to you. Yeah,
0: and I I, I'm not
2: even really sure what he did to be honest with you, but the ball just kind of like went past him, didn't touch it, and Bab on the end of it, just tapped it in.
0: I have to say, though, I love Virgil van Dijk's response to uh, Ryan Babel's call. It's like, oh, yeah, I gave that to him because uh, we <laughs> need him in good form for Holland. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe, yeah. like, I'll say fair play to you. you yeah, can joke yeah. around in a time like that where, you know, if they had drawn that game, lost some serious so ground serious, on Man City man. there. I want to talk about Mo Salah as well because another bad game for him. And this was a game people were thinking, oh, yeah, this is where he's going to come back into things. And... Well, I think yeah, I think, I think generally again.
1: Liverpool fans now m- m- are concerned about Salah's form. You know, um, he has gone r- right off the radar altogether. Yeah, yeah, you it? know, so I, I, I don't know what the what the story is there, but um, you know, one or two of them uh, are are asking now should he even drop him for a game or, or, I don't or know, he, like, you know I, I, I you, wouldn't trust in a to.
0: No. Or Sturridge To no.
2: f- fill no. his boots To be honest See the thing about Salah Is I think He's always dangerous like, There's players That always kind of Gravitate towards him the Defenders will always go Close him down Like two on him At a time Even if he's not Scoring the goals Like you saw at Fulham yeah. There was two defenders On him nearly all the time yeah. And he still managed To play the ball I think he played the ball For Mane's goal It was a fantastic ball in. Was That was this week Wasn't it, or was it last week? I think that was last week That was last week uh,
0: yeah. yeah Anyway was,
2: yeah. That was a great ball in
0: I thought Salah looked very greedy. He looks like the kind of player who hasn't scored in a while and wants to get back into his form. But I think well, he's trying too hard now at this stage. Yeah, but only, yeah. well, he needs to let it flow a bit more and Nashville, okay, I
1: Okay, the top three that he has there, he's only got Mane performing, really, week in, uh, week for
0: me, he's kind of well, picked yeah, up no, a little he, bit, yeah, I think. I know, yeah. he
1: came, I know he had an injury, and he's probably just getting up to speed with it and all the whole lot. But when, when them three, at the, at the beginning of the season... Liverpool weren't under any trouble. They were scoring goals for fun, basically, you know. Yeah, true. But they have hit a bit of a stumbling block in recent weeks, and I'm sure a club would be worried about that, you know. The last thing you now he wants is, as I say, back to the international again. One of his top three players getting injured, you know, and that that be mm. a very, very serious uh, dent in Liverpool's titles hopes, you know.
0: Is one of his top three, Jack Charlton?
1: Yeah, it might be, <laughs> might be, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I know what this week's one's going to be called. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh well look uh,
0: Liverpool won this game on a penalty and yeah. honestly God I think Sergio Rico is one of the worst keepers I've ever seen playing the Premier League I just yeah. don't know what he was doing there I, I haven't a clue either I... uh, like it was such it was actually harder to drop that ball I think than let it go yeah he lets it go and it drops into Man he he ten takes yeah. down and yeah. Milner converts the penalty fairly handily then mm. after that but oh Where... I just don't understand why he's still number one in that club because he's really cost him so much this season
1: but you know when you're struggling down the bottom Daniel that's 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 the <clears> way things go you know any little mistake seems to be multiplied by 10 you know and that's that's what happens to teams down the bottom because all of a sudden it's a real team catch for the goalie yeah, and next of all he's dropping it and then it's a goal or uh, the, the penalty uh, incident and all well
0: Marcus Bellinelli was the you know number one in Fulham there at the start of the season he looked okay they brought him in then I think just I don't know how he hasn't been dropped. To be perfectly honest, he's looked one of the worst keepers I've seen in a long time. Um,
1: well, I look, at come here. As I say, the, the only the only thing with Fulham, I think they're gonna be gone. Along. Oh, well, yeah, they're yeah, definitely they're yeah, definitely I gone think, now. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I spare them the jingle this week. Spared
1: anyway. him the jingle, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. Now look, another three important points. Whatever. But well, they go top
0: now for the time being. Yeah. Well, look, a game come here, y-
1: You know, a scrappy win for for Liverpool, but look. When you get the three points, that's the only thing. And they are the margins between teams at the top and teams at the bottom. You know, mm. Fulham on their day would give most teams a game. Maybe it's the last quarter of the game that that's that's uh, when Fulham are kind of falling apart. And you know, teams. It are, is be
0: fair when you know
1: they're, they're they're in the game for maybe 60 minutes, and then the last half an hour, buying a goal or two drops in, and it's a kind of confidence thing mm. issue. Here we go again. Oh, we're beaten again this week, kind of thing. But. Uh, that's the they're the margins and you know a a goal to uh, can make a, a massive difference. three points to the you know the bottom team is just as vital to the three points at the top. Liverpool ground out the win, which sometimes you have to do in the Premier League, and that's 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 what it's all about. So uh, mm. fair play to Liverpool.
0: We'll move on to Everton and Chelsea now. It was basically oh. Wolves two point though, the match uh, previously played, mm. and just Chelsea had a lot of ball, creating a lot, just not putting it away. Everton got their goal, was it Gylfi Sigurdsson and who got the two Richarlison, goals? Richarlison. Sigurdsson from the penalty spot, I thought Kepa saved it and then it fell straight yeah, back yeah. out. And uh, Just look, at the moment Chelsea, it's theirs to lose and I think they're really looking to lose that top four spot now. Maybe it's time to maybe focus on the Europa League, I mean they've got a handy enough draw against Slavia Prague and they're going to avoid Arsenal or Napoli if they go through.
1: Well, I think that's all Chelsea have at the minute because, to be perfectly honest, I don't think they're going to get that fourth place. No, definitely um, not. United there, Arsenal. Um, okay, we know it's uh, City and Liverpool and Spurs. So I, de- I I, think at this moment in time, unless something else happens, of course, that's the that's the way football goes. But I think the fourth uh, spot at the moment is definitely going to be between Arsenal and United. I mm. I don't think Chelsea have it in their locker to, no, to get through either. that. You know? And I think they'll have to go for the... Europa League place and if they don't win that they'd probably have to hope that Arsenal wins it so it might give them a place to, to get in <laughs> yeah. there that's so you know the yeah. only the only thing about it is you have Arsenal and you have Chelsea in that Europa League so the, the two of them are probably looking at the other saying well listen if we get knocked out yous go on and win in case we can get a spot somewhere I don't, I don't think they'll I uh, don't exactly <laughs> go no, that way two no, no. London clubs <laughs> <laughs> come here listen I know but you know what I mean? Stranger things have happened but I I think fourth place now is beyond Chelsea. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah. Well, Look,
0: I just don't want to stay there very long. I know that might be no. biased to me but I don't care. No, but good luck. We'll, we'll go, go on. on.
1: Good luck to everything. You know, they, you get your oh, chances. Oh, never mind yeah. everything. It's the first top yeah, six see? side yeah, to beat yeah, in all season. Yeah. It had to be us.
0: <laughs> uh, now look, we'll, we'll move on to the next game. That's West Ham and Huddersfield. Probably the best game of the weekend. Yeah. I was getting your reactions as the games going on. They're they're absolutely priceless. Oh
2: stop! I was I was nearly bound to stop watching football the first time I lost that game. I like start started the game. I was like ah, I should have. We should win this fairly easily. You've got you your know? pen all when things yeah. are going I was, well. I was like, oh, brilliant, Mark. Now we're getting the, getting his goal. Happy days. Next thing you know, one all. I was like ah ah. Should listen. It probably is a, it's a sneaky goal. You know. It was, it was a good header, in fairness, like, by yeah, Genial, in fairness, Very good. Uh, then I was like, oh, we dominate the rest of the game, be grand. 2 1. I like, oh, uh, nah, we'll get back into it, no worries. 3 1. I was like, Car- oh, that was third like... goal by Caroline Grant,
0: what a finish that was. Yeah. Oh, B uh, Fabianski oh, right. all ends so up. It was a top, top finish. He's only a young foot as well. He's only in yeah. from Charlton this season. Uh, he won't be talked about on God or Collar. God Anytime soon because I think he's won for the future for sure yeah. Yeah. for their time in the championship. But it was
2: a great goal. Well, yeah. look, West, West Ham them they made that comeback. Yeah, it meant a big change bringing Ernie off, putting Chicorito on. Did the tree anyway? Ah, huh? they did the tree anyway. They did yeah yeah first goal? Ugbona from a from a corner. I so. was a bullet header that, that as well. was yeah. it was yeah. Great, great <laughs> you can see, header. I'm just like frog splashing into but it. But look,
0: I think this is all on Huddersfield then for the next two goals. I think you so. can't leave. Javier Hernandez from 8 yards out with nah. that kind of space nah. I mean he practically gets onto the shocking, floor shocking to, to head that ball as shocking, well
2: yeah, like, like 2 headers the smallest man on the pitch scoring yeah. 2 headers yeah. Yeah, like, Huddersfield are not a small team well, I, no, don't, I don't, don't really. know what
1: the goalkeeper was doing for the last goal where at the very end where was he what, uh, what yeah. was he thinking of doing I, mean, he was I think, think it's just because
0: they weren't expecting something like that to happen yeah. well, I think they were expecting it, just a punt into the box and then that was it and didn't happen ball came out to Felipe Anderson yeah, got his assist yeah. there you go. going higher up nah, in the yeah. goal category in the <laughs> <laughs> no we won't, we won't bring him that high up into yeah. it anyway but if you recall as well I mean Huddersfield had a great chance as well to win it themselves right before that call as well they did and they, did. they really didn't take it nah. it, was, was, it Jason Punch was it was it for the Jason or was it Carling Grant Jason Punch,
1: I think Punching it does. The, it
0: looked like the kind of finish it, It's just it someone it who didn't know what he was it doing at all. The like, well, he came on as a sub. Yeah, didn't he? It, re- he, it really showed as well. Yeah, yeah,
1: but uh, again, I could have got something out of the game. But coming They created um, a lot in France. though they said yeah, about quit. fifteen chances created? Yeah, but again, the last fifteen minutes, so you know, teams concentration yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. they, they let it slip there, hold as well. And again, talking with about Fulham as well earlier on you know the teams down the bottom as soon as a goal or two goes in then the panic station sets in and you know there were 3-1 up there and they, you know if, uh, any other team probably would have saw that game out and would have have boxed clever against yeah, West Ham definitely. you know yeah. Yeah, they kept possession and kept the ball but uh, Huddersfield definitely panicked and mm. West, West Ham took them so fair play
0: is this worrying for West Ham though I mean this was the I think the first time the Huddersfield has scored 3 this season mm-hmm. the second time they scored twice you know until then you know okay Huddersfield they looked okay in parts but I really thought West Ham at the back looked quite poor yes and yeah. you know West Ham mm-hmm. have looked a bit ropey at the back at times as well
2: they have um, yeah I think they really miss Balbuena at the back I think when he comes back um, they stick got Bonnet on the bench the he, general, he was back uh, in under
0: 23's training or under 23's match recently Balberna. wasn't
2: he yeah yeah he's been, he's been back on the uh, the first team bench for the last couple of weeks um, they haven't brought him on but I think next Next match they play, he'll be on that pitch ahead of Ogbonna, Him and Diop will kind of reorganise that defence.
0: Well, look, we we'll move away from West Ham, Huddersfield, mm-hmm. Bournemouth, Newcastle's in the next game, and I had this pegged down as a draw right away. And I, I don't know what it is, but Bournemouth and Newcastle are two of my more liked teams in the Premier League. I, yeah. I don't know why this.
1: I liked them for some reason. Yeah. I don't want to see them do badly. Yeah, yeah. But well, Eddie Howe's been a good manager, I think, over the last couple of seasons, and he's trying to he's trying to play football. You know he's, a, he's a, a decent squad there that he's trying to mould as well, and you can say you could say a little bit of the same for Rafa. It's well, I take, don't
0: particularly like Rafa Benitez from his time at Chelsea. Oh, I do respect well, yeah, him yeah, well, as a manager because yeah, well, doing what he's doing there well, at Newcastle yeah, is well, not an easy talking, task. So. Yeah.
1: Well, look, he came in. It took him a couple of months to get going there, and, and he, you know, they've settled down well. Newcastle in the last in the last couple of months, and mm. they're, they're playing a nice bit of ball as well, and. They, took that goal as well so I mean um, I know it was the last minute goal from Richie a lovely strike. oh lovely great goal wasn't yeah, it <laughs> yeah top, top draw right, yeah.
0: he even goes to celebrate but he celebrates what? and then he realises it's against his old so, club as yes, well <laughs> he yeah, looks yeah, so annoyed yeah, about it well. I know
1: I know but I, I'm sure uh, Eddie Hell I mean just looking at uh, his face down on the telly as well he <laughs> but again you know a, a draw could, was probably about the right result on the day you know what I mean um, I feel Kind of felt that Newcastle deserved to get something out of it, you know. It was it was, it was about right. It was great free kick from Solomon Ross. Smashing free mm. kick. It was really yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: really proved uh, yeah. his worth. I think. Well, for Newcastle.
1: He, well, he's come into Newcastle there and got them the few goals, and and uh, you know, it might be interesting to see at the end of the season will anybody come in looking for him? You know, you would I think
0: know. he's about at the right level now. To be honest, I I can't see him going higher up into a. Europa level club, you know.
1: You wouldn't know. Well, mm. look, he'll come here. To, he might get an offer from abroad as well. Somewhere. He yeah, go that's somewhere possible else as well. well Someone
2: like Everton could swoop in as yeah. well. Mm, maybe, but I don't
0: know about that. I think everything they're looking at a oh, higher quality of player if that kind of makes sense mm. uh, like a marquee signing and, and I don't think Rondon fits that bill I think he's a great utility player to have and he'll let you goals Yeah, well, well, he's been
1: around a few years as well has he Rondon? I, know, I think he's 30 yeah. now as yeah, well yeah. So. so that might that might go again but again a move abroad might, might suit him maybe at that stage of his career as well it's
0: funny move. though because I feel yeah. like this is the year of you know Premier League strikers who so, you know they won't ever make the big Champions League matches but I mean when you look at it, you've got Solomon Rondon, you've Ashley Burns, you've Chris Ward at Burnley, Deisa, the,
1: uh, Raul Jimenez as well Jimenez, at Wolves. Yeah, so yeah. I Mit- feel like, and even Mitrovic, you know what I mean? Yeah, even he, Mitrovic
0: but, as well. Like, he's kind of what? gone off the ball a little bit yeah, now. Yeah. But, yeah. but like where? there's a lot of Premier League strikers out there, I think, with, it, with more than 10 goals this season. Yeah. And I think a lot of them have done well and probably aren't getting the credit they deserve. To be honest, 'cause because...
1: well, it's because of the likes of uh, Kane and Bamian and, and Aguero and everybody. You know what I mean? But so, so that there, there's your. Bit so of look,
0: qu- we'll give appreciation to these strikers who are scoring most weeks. Yeah. In fairness, to <laughs> yeah, them.
1: yeah. Well, there's your quality. You're talking about your ten and twelve goals. Where did you have to, these fellas? Are not nearly double that, you yeah, know. That's so true. that's that's the the standard you have. Mm. That's the bar you have to set. You know. Uh,
0: last game then is Burnley and Leicester and. Old Slabhead uh, really did a number on his own team there four yeah. minutes in yeah. look I, I don't think he meant to do what he did like there's there's nothing intentional about it but no. ah, he's just no. done the four ref the no didn't have any choice not, you know he went for the card straight away yeah. it, it was a red card but mm-hmm. uh, poetic justice I guess because Wes Morgan came on to replace I think it was Mary Gray who came off and, yeah. and then Wes Morgan slotted in got the winner yeah, for yeah. Leicester in the end you know, thank. tell thanks to a grey goal by Madison. Madison smashing free it was kick. Great yeah, free yeah. kick that brilliant, was.
1: There. Brilliant goal, yeah, yeah. But again, Burnley. Um, They're looking a bit precarious at the moment. Yeah, they they had to the, they had to run a decent form for a while, Burnley, and then it's kind of gone out well, it's of the out. Yeah, so it's, again, the depth of the squad as well. It's probably a little bit tougher for Sean Dyche because he doesn't mm. have the players that he disposal of. If he loses one or two key players. They seem to. They seem to drop like a stone, Burnley, once they lose one or two key players, and he hasn't got the quality to bring into the place You know.
2: Yeah. Actually, no, look, even Chris Wood in that match, Craig, he had so many chances, like yeah, three like headers now. Yeah, yeah. Just shooting. They were
0: against ten men for. Yeah. Nearly the entire game as well. Yeah. They, yeah. Quite poor here, Bernie You know, Cardiff have some tough games. I think they've still played Chelsea and Man City now. Now, I think Bernie might have to kind of hope as well. That Cardiff don't start picking up points themselves, because I think you know could, Bernie could easily drop down into that relegation.
1: Dragged in, yeah. And another another uh, decent win for Leicester as well. And I think the 90th minute again was it? another
0: win. Well, all, all there was every game During had a game, 90th minute a, goal, on, eight, Saturday, eight, eight goal so, on Saturday. So. Hmm. Yeah.
1: But again I suppose Rodgers is probably Just wanting in there To steady the ship For next season I'm sure that's what Brandon Rogers Is probably looking at So Is uh,
0: Brandon Rogers The greatest Leicester Manager of all time You answer that well, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think there's one person We can maybe think of That yeah, might be the yeah, better And yeah, it's yes. not sven Garner. Ericsson no, no it's not Yeah. Well like speaking of Brandon Rogers, I know one person Who's uh, a big fan of his <laughs> And uh, yeah. I'll, just, I'll play this here For you anyway Robbie I don't think you've heard, I, I know you've heard it Ken you want me But that it's
1: no. Really yeah. Do you want to waste five minutes time or do you want to waste your time with your fannies? Which is why Dave, something Somebody come and talk to me. Sergeant boy with a hat on. Come here. Fuck up, Mo. Go him. I want a fucking bag of cans. I want Brendan Rogers back here. What else do I want? I Oh fuck you job, I treason. Start my leg that was not intended to bring money. Fuck you what the hell? Fuck the fucking system. Fuck you there though. What's her face to? Well, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. That it. That's how so. much they want Brandon Rogers back up north. Yes indeed. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, daily day. I
0: just say I love his order of what he wants. Well, he got he his wants a bag of bag cans force. That was the priority. <laughs> the most yeah, supporting yeah, them yeah. Brandon and then a job. Yeah. That
1: man has his priorities yeah, right. Really. Good yeah, luck definitely. to
0: me. Yeah. But yeah, that's our Premier League games for this week and we've nothing to talk about going into the Premier League because that's yeah. not going to be back for the week after thanks to the international break. So mm-hmm. we'll take a very quick break and do a very quick God or Cod down after that. So. And that's our break over and done with now. So because there's no Premier League action this weekend with the international break, we'll go and do a God or Cod section now of the show. So
2: This fellow Ronaldo is a Cod. <laughs> It was a disgrace to football It was a disgrace
0: It was a disgrace My God So as you know God or Cod is where we write The transfers who have came in this season From each of the teams We usually take about 3 or 4 players in And um, we'll rate them If they've been great They're God If they've been muck They're Cod As uh, Eamon Dunphy once said So the first player we're going to look at is Chelsea's big money goalkeeper Keperiza Balaga The most expensive goalkeeper in the world 75 million yeah mm-hmm. strange 20. and
1: came in on a, uh, was a 6 or 7 six, year contract, six year contract which is rare to say like these that, days. Which is, yeah mm-hmm. which you don't normally get that amount of time to uh, do, do the business but for me if you want me to be brutally honest I think he's been a bit of a cod at the moment I mean that, that Carabao Cup final thing didn't help him either you know he's made one or two good saves and he's been in, in, in one or two two of the games there he's been half decent but you know, he, he certainly wouldn't inspire any confidence in, in in me at the moment. I mean, if if you look at say, and I'm just going to pick a keeper out to say do say Bradka at, at Newcastle, he seems to command the uh, area and have oh, no. I confidence. disagree with that. Uh, well, this, has a mistake in him. Yeah, I agree. But you come here, what goalkeeper doesn't have a mistake? You know, Jordan Pickford has a, a mistake in him as well, Even and what? Allison, would you say, Allison mistakes, has a mistake but... in him. You know, so. But I mean, if, if you're laying out that sort of money and you're looking at what uh, De Gea is doing and you're looking at what uh, Allison is doing, Edison is doing at City there, and you know, you're know, you talking about clean sheets and all this kind of thing. For me, now, I might be proved totally wrong in three years. Time, I mean, everybody was uh, kind of a little bit skeptical of De Gea that was I, hey, when, when he first, when, came when he in, first yeah. arrived. Settling into the country, the language, and everything else that goes with it. It's, it, it was a big money move. And he, he's still young enough as well. But at the moment, I would say he's a bit of a cod.
2: I'd have to agree with Rob. To be honest with you, I think well, the last one he hasn't really been very good. Obviously, the whole not wanting to be subbed off incident was, uh, was, the a, team was himself. a bit of a bit of a strange. It was slapping the face of the manager. Just a little bit, yeah. yeah. But then it's a player power. Of Chelsea's. Uh, it's always been a big a problem. Thing, but um, I didn't
0: think he had that in him he always
2: seems like a nice uh, he seemed like a nice enough lad and all that so. yeah well, that's when he started off there he uh, made his debut in like August of last year Was it for yeah. Chelsea and like you haven't really seen all that much of him though have you to be honest yeah a bit of a cough at the moment I think with, with the 75 million that they paid for him world's most expensive goalkeeper yeah yeah and like when you compare him to keepers who have cost a bit less sort of like the likes of Allison, Allison. Edison Medicine. And how they're performing, even like their comfort on the ball at their feet, as as well as shot stopping and kind of controlling their own areas, compared to those, and um, with the money they paid from, uh, he hasn't done enough for
0: me. I'm actually gonna disagree with. I'm gonna say he is a god. I'm gonna discount the Carabao Cup incident okay. because we do top of the Premier League in, in majority here anyway. The Carabao Cup incident. Wasn't great, I'll admit to that. But I think as a goalkeeper, he's the third highest clean sheet count, behind Ederson and Allison. Mm-hmm. I think he's played less games than the two of them. Well. You know that that's something at the very least. But I mean, when you look at this season, right? You know David de Gea and Hugo Lloris considered two of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League for a long time. I think he's done better than them. I can't think of any moments where I've said. Geez, that goal, that's Kepa's fault. He shouldn't have been doing it. I've seen Allison do that on more than one occasion. Ederson once, I think, this season. But I think Kepa's been a fairly safe pair of hands. And I think a lot of the goals that Chelsea concede is down to bad defending and bad tactics on the manager's end. I think is a good goalkeeper. Yes, very expensive. But that's unfortunately what happens when you buy players from Atletico Bilbao. All their players come with a massive uh, release, fit, a release clause. Because they can only sign Basque players. So that's the reason behind his monstrous price tag. So like I know it's a lot of money to be spending on a goalkeeper. And you know had Chelsea gone with Alisson instead of Kepa. They might be doing a bit better this season. That's fair enough to say. But I think Kepa's done all right since he's came into the Premier League. It's his first season in there.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, look, I wise, could, be, could be, You could be raving about him next season, saying, "Oh my God, he's brilliant and he's the number one keeper now, lot. But the reason why I ain't giving him a card is, uh, it just, it, you know, it's it just doesn't seem to be commanding enough. I don't see him on the telly, uh, on the matches. I don't see him roaring and shouting and commanding the box. Or as Kev says, taking the ball and, and and being a little more dominant with the ball. You know, he he seems to. You know, again, it could be a settling-in process as well, but uh, overall, if, if if you want me to judge him, I that's why I'm giving him the, the, the card rating, you know, so um, I could be proved totally wrong next year. Who knows?
0: Okay, so we've got two cards and one god on that end, so at least we have a little bit of a debate about that. Yeah. Uh, our next player then is Issa Diop <clears throat> off of West
2: Ham. This is a tough one for me, Started the season, I absolutely loved him. I thought he was fantastic. Uh, him and Balbuena really kind of commanded the, the West Ham defence. Obviously, after, after the first couple of weeks, first couple of weeks, they were a bit crap. And after they kind of settled in together and they made the defence their own. But since Balbuena has been out, Diop just has not performed at all. I don't know whether it's just he doesn't gel with Ogbonna at all or him, Cresswell. And I don't know what it is. But first four months of the season, I'd say he would have been a god. But from then on, he's just been a cod complete God
0: see I don't know I don't know if it's if it's a hard a hard sell because obviously down to his centre back partnership with Bob Wayne it obviously does help him and he mm. has looked good when he has been there you know he's only young as well he's 22 when it's his first season in the Premier League I think he's done quite well mm. to gel into things anyway so far especially a club like West Ham who have known to be a bit helter skelter at times when you consider him last season and how bad their backline can be on occasion. I think he's done well so far. 22 million. A lot for a centre-back, I think. But I think he's done all right since he's come in. I'd no. actually give him the gob myself. I know West Ham are just off the back of a 4-3 win. considering against Huddersfield and yeah. all that. But I couldn't think of any of the goals where I'd pin that on. Yeah, that's it's, it's it's the Diop's fault. I think he'd been a good centre back this year. And I th- I think the youth will help him as well, because I think he'll really grow into the Premier
2: League and be a very very yeah. prominent uh, figure at West Ham. I think Fabianski's made him look a lot better than he actually is, though, this season. Like, without Fabianski, say if he had, likes a Joe Harding goal, we would have done hockey nearly every week. So, I. I don't think it's purely down to Diop and his defending oh, that yeah. they're doing well. West Ham they
1: didn't, didn't they start off very bad? Did they last yeah. four games, or five, five, yeah. five games and then he sacked the manager and then he brought in uh, no, no, Pellegrini, Pellegrini started. No, he, started yeah. Yeah, he started, yeah. Pellegrini really, wasn't sacked. Okay, sucked. okay. Well, look, at, um, for me, I ain't gonna go with Kev on this one as well. And I, I think he's being a bit of a cod because uh. St- you know They lost the force 4 4-5, then he had a little bit of a good run in the team, but I just think he's reverted back to type again. And mm-hmm. I, I, you know, As you say, Kev, Fabianski's been a smashing goalkeeper for West Ham, and I think he's been one of their highlights this season. Uh, Fabianski, some of the displays he's, he's put on, he's been brilliant some weeks. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that uh, he's good enough uh, at the minute. And, you know, he, he could move over there very, very quickly as well, as, as quick as they bought him and everything else they brought him in and he just doesn't look the business for me at all so I'm going to give him a cod
0: if we're just really uh, disagreeing with each other the whole time <laughs> that's the whole point that's our next back. player is another centre back and that's Yerry Mina off of Everton now all started off and I think he's a cod I think Everton's best centre back partnership is uh, Kurt Zoum and Michael Cain I rate the two of them very highly and Yerry Mina costs a lot of money for Everton £30 million yeah, off of yeah. Barcelona and I say Barcelona were absolutely rubbing their hands together when they got yeah. kind of that, that kind of transfer fee
1: yeah, again, another fella that kind of flatters to the sea for me, you know, you, you come in from Barcelona and you think, okay, this this guy must be half decent and has a bit of a pedigree and the scouts have went out and had a look at him and done their homework and everything else. Again, he's just been in and out too many games, you know, if you, you want your centre back to be dominant every week. Van Dijk is there at Liverpool. You have either uh, Stones there. I know. I know. Vincent Kompany hasn't played a lot of yeah. ball. He's been out with City. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but but when you go back to looking at your centre back partnerships, I mean, the the foundation of the team apart, you go, That's what you're. You're looking at your centre back to be solid. You know, no matter what, and basically nothing gets by. But Yerry Mina hasn't done that for me. He's been too. You know, he's been in and out of too many games. So uh, I'm gonna go with the card on this one for me, Yerry Mina.
2: Yeah, no, I'd, I'd have to agree with you. Rob. I, I don't think he's been um, been fantastic. And as you said, Zuma and Keane will probably be the top um, Everton partnership at the back there. And I really, I can't really see him breaking up that partnership. He, he's, he's made twelve appearances, been subbed on three times. He's got a goal to be fair to him, yeah, but like, but still. No, I mean, he hasn't really impressed me at all this season. Uh, he's only young though. Is he like twenty four or something like that? Is he? I um, think so. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I well. think they,
0: I think everything's being fleeced. From that transfer, yeah. to be honest, just he hasn't done it for me at all. So we we'll all in agreement, on agreement. That We're, for wow, once we are all in go. agreement here. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the Cods have the it. The cards have it. The cards <laughs> <laughs> have it. Michi Bashoi then is our last player for God or Cod. He came in the winter window, so. We might be a little bit harsh in judging them this early, but I'm gonna go with God because I think he's massively improved Palace since he's came into the squad.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously he was on loan at Valencia. And didn't really work out from there. Really work did great out at
0: Dortmund where he was on loan. Before yeah, then.
1: yeah, had had a good a good spell at Dortmund, but at uh, Valencia now he's come into the Palace side, and yeah, he's he's been okay. He's been. Decent. Enough. I I, mean, I think I he's, he's added
0: something extra into their game now. And they don't have to rely on Wilfred Zaha as much.
1: Well, I suppose that way as well. But I mean, apart from Zaha, there they they I don't know who who's the other striker they had up there with. Uh, Jordan Ayou. Jordan Ayew. Yeah. And Christian Benteke. And Benteke as well. So maybe. Roy I think Palace have been looking out for. Hodgson was long looking time. For, for yeah a decent striker and a long time, and he's he's came in and kind of uh, done the business for them kind of. So um I suppose you'd have to give him a card. Well, we give him a god, will we? I'm giving him uh, the god anyway. Well, you see, I, I, am I going to go with me uh, Chelsea route and be a little bit biased? Sorry. But look, come here, you can only judge on what you see. Well, like, that's the thing as well. You can only I, judge I on ar- what you I saying.
0: would argue the fact that why isn't he playing at if, Chelsea? Well, you see, that's the thing. Because I think he can easily play at a Premier League level and score mm-hmm. goals and make an impact, so...
1: Well, look, you you could have said the same thing about Lukaku when uh, why well, wasn't he playing at Chelsea and then he went and then he went to United. So you know, clubs maybe don't give you the time and the opportunity and all, but he's gone into Palace and he's done all right. So you'd have to mm. give him a god.
2: I think he's been um he's been pretty good. He's 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 added a certainly had another dimension to um the Crystal Palace attack. He's obviously brought kind of a similar play style to, to Zaha. I think they kind of bounce well off each other. Whereas like the likes of Benteke. They don't really gel well at all, him and Zaha. Yeah, I think Bentek that...
0: is a very stationary, way yeah. for the ball to come to the yeah, game. He's, he's just a header, kind of. Yeah. B- Ashwood, I think, is a bit more proactive and he kind is always looking for the ball and mm. to help his uh, wingers.
2: Yeah, that, yeah. So. Big time. She's got six appearances in the Premier League so far since he, since he arrived? 16 shots, two goals. That's decent. Like, it's not bad going considering he hasn't been there very he's getting long. She's nearly, he what, three, nearly chance. three shots off a game. You yeah. know,
0: like Palace needs someone to score the goals and I think he's a good addition into that team myself yeah
2: I think he definitely sits, so we, he definitely fits in well so we, uh, de-
0: we definitely have another uh, agreement anyway this time so oh, all, all yeah. gods for the time being
1: yeah I'll be giving them for the time being well and then look yeah. a few yeah. more yeah. games to
0: go anyway mm. see if he bangs in a few yeah, more goals
2: yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see him back to Chelsea myself I don't yeah. know it might fit in well with dreadlocks FC there but uh, you know yeah, certainly, yeah, certainly. <laughs>
0: they really have turned into that in French yeah, Crystal Palace a yeah. lot of dreadlocks listen it works and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right well look on that now anyway we'll end the show for this week we won't do a show for next week due to the international break and then we'll come back then after when the premier league is on so we've a bit more to talk about but thanks for listening uh, as always uh, you can reach us on our email at who's on the front post uh, at @gmail.com and our twitter handle at, at @who's on front uh if you have anything you want us to talk about, uh write into us, let us uh let us know we we'll are more than happy to talk uh, talk about that for a good forty minutes. So once again, thanks very much. Thanks
1: very much. Thank you. Thank you.